do it. He sends some kid he just met from right. hitchhiking. It is Wild Westy. Punk okay, rock. so there's a company called Valhalla Presents. And they had a like a string of cinemas. And they made a bunch of films. Now, the guy who directed this name's Barry Peak, And the guy who produced it, his name is Chris Keeley. Or okay. it's Kylie. But I think it's I saw Kylie, yeah. So it's K-I-E, just like in your name, Spiegelman. It's E sound. Keeley. If this is German-derived, I don't know. So anyway, they made a film, Future Schlock. They made huh. a film called Channel Chaos that they hated, so they didn't release it. They made The Big Hurt, and they made this as time goes by. And this was the final film. Wow. So I they had the a big easy. run of making some money, but this yeah. film didn't work. It's funny they had a disowner film. The Big Hurt. I, I prefer the Big Easy, Carl. Uh-huh. That's right. It was easier. Yeah. Didn't hurt as much. It was more of an escapist film than the Big Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I got dust. They go blah, 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 blah. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. There's the dust. Fucking yowch. Dust times 100,000 magnification. You think he was like a good television actor who just got himself a role? Uh, well. No. Okay. His Don't name is John Bridges. And um, he was a the dust obsessed outback storekeeper. Born in 1950 in Melbourne. Uh, he's known for three, but look, look how current this is. Troll Bridge 2019. I mean, he's still wow. out there doing it. Judy and Punch 2019. Oh, I know that movie. 2021. You do? Judy and Punch, yeah. Yeah. I, I gotta put I gotta remember to watch that movie. I wanted to see it. Instead of Punch and Judy, it's Judy and Punch. Very funny. Let me try to look that up too. Judy and Punch, twenty nineteen. We're we're I'm getting it off a title. Okay, so now he shouldn't walk in there. Well, he's a cop. Oh. I know, I know, but he's got his balls about him. So he oh, goes. So in should we say privates? <laughs> Now, what's that, Mike? That's the poison it is. Now, here comes a guy in spurs. Right, Wild West. L.J. Weston. And he'll play heavily into our film. L.J. Weston. Look, he tracks weather. So it is a Western. It's a Weston. Yeah. Weston. Weston. L.J. Weston. The actor's name is Ray Barrett, and he had a little bit of fame, but... As you might imagine, we wouldn't relate to any of it because it's no. all in Australia. And he was in the troubleshooters in England from 65 to 71. Oh, man. He was, you know. Oh, he was the first actor put under contract for Australian Broadcasting Corporation drama selection. What? What? I'll tell you how I found this film. I found it purely through YouTube. I was looking for films. And this popped up, and I looked up it up on IMDb, and I saw the poster as well. And I said, "Oh, this sounds cool. Let's do it." Yeah, you're also hitting me up. I had to get I had to get a, something in, but this one looked well. This is a good film. Uh, in the end, um, oh. it's done well, and it's a good choice. It doesn't fit with your theme of. Um, I don't have a theme of bad movies. Of, yes, you do. You read about <laughs> them when they were, you were young, and you couldn't see them, and you always remember yeah. them. 
Satan. But now, thanks to YouTube. Well, to be honest, this, this movie came out during our youth in 88. And uh, it was definitely like to be accessible in the United States. This definitely had to been a video cassette. Right. This was never released theatrically in the U.S. And the video release, I think I have it here. Oh, yeah, only on VHS, but what year was it? 1989, this right. was out on VHS. But I don't think it was bought in the American market. The film was never distributed there. Crazy. I guess I don't know about the VHS. Maybe it was. I I had mentioned uh, there's a documentary on the Australian exploitation film industry called uh, Not Not From Hollywood, uh-huh. where, where they discuss how, like, Barry's Humphreys and Mad Max – generated this this maverick industry yeah and they would make these crazy exploitation films we actually this was right before you joined the show carl but we watched an early one which is no longer on youtube called Uh turkey shoot which was kind of like a battle royale and include a werewolf eat who eats toes and in the documentary they're like yeah that was a low point but you know they were just anything goes in these films they would shoot turkey shoot yeah Maybe should we should, well, let's see if Turkey shoots on at the end of the show. I'll see if Turkey shoots on, and then we'll do it as a future episode. Okay. We already have a movie pick for next week. So, if the okay. audience would like to know, you have to watch, listen to our show, and then we'll mention it at the end. Yeah, for the big reveal, everyone's on the edge of our seat. I'm. They're writing about us on the Huffington Post. Oh, on the HuffPo. So is this Thelma and Louise? You uh, Aussie no. version? No. no. Grouchy no, is grouchy and past life experiences lady. Oh, their van broke down. What is this? Yeah, uh, their Max van Headroom. broke down, and they're not going to be able to get out of there for a while, and that's how they're going to fit into our plot. Now, this guy is crazy scientist guy. Somehow, he found out that there's aliens here. This is Weston. No, no, this is a guy named James Nicali, which is a boring name for a film and um he's like an alien obsessed mad professor type he has some awful job at a tracking station and this is his way to get famous is to find an alien so he'll be set up as our bad guy gotcha Uh... now this is the guy we saw in the beginning of the film who saw the spaceship crash he's finally approaching it yes He's going to go up to it. He's going to hear the sounds of a crowd inside, and then he's going to run away, scared. He's seeing it for the first time. Oh, I would definitely pull from my bottle on that one. As a squeak, professional squeak, 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 doctor. Squeak. As a professional doctor. Nobody will get that but you and me. It looks closed. Budweiser. Oh, exotic beer. You love and you. We don't drink Folsters, mate, because we think it's shit. We drink Budweiser. Which you think is shite. Right, shite. Oh, my God, there's background sound effect noises playing. Oh, well... This isn't skull drinkery. I'm not having a drink. Right. I'm here to do some skull duggery. Okay. Now, for the first time, 
We see his shirt off. Right. Now, even though his shirt off is off like that and he looks like that, she's still interested. It's, you know, there wasn't a lot of people to pick from. Uh, All right, Carl. Yeah, I guess you're picky, right? What, he has has pointy elbows, huh? (laughs) Yeah, like there's no definition. Like there's no (laughs) fat, but at the same time, I don't see abs. This is a guy who hasn't done a crunch in his life. Yeah, right. Yeah, throw away. And those off the bottom of his ribs, gross. I can think about what a skeleton looks like. You're killing me. <laughs> I wish but I looked doesn't good. care, and Connie's gonna kiss him right now. Okay, come on, All come right, on, get ready, it, come on, it. kiss already. All right, the flies are not in your face now. Kiss in Australia. This guy was very famous. Okay, this guy was name is uh, his name is Nick Needles, and it's N I Q U E, so it's like Nicky Needles or something. He was in The Boy Who Had Everything, Kimono, Shout, The Story of Johnny O'Keefe. We wouldn't know this stuff. But she would. So she was kissing a famous person. If she will do the interview with me, one of the things I'm going to ask her was, how exciting was it to kiss Nikki Needles? Come on now. Come on. Bear all. Bear all. Oh, look at that. The picture, the ghosts in the picture. Yeah. That's why I was saying, like, this is a pretty good film like they really tried hard and i don't know it's it it isn't pretty but we're watching a vh copy vhs copy i'm sure it looks gorgeous this sunset probably yeah and all the outback desert scenes you know the blooming onions (laughs) yeah that's where the blooming onions are good they they aborigines chop them and make machetes and harvest the blooming onions Look how that, I don't know if that's honest. Look how low that, that moon cannot be that big. No, I'm sure they got the right angle and I'm sure the original shot had it not cropped either. Now, she is not wearing a top, but we really don't get to see anything. We certainly don't see areola, but I had my fingers crossed. And the thing is, every time I watch this film, cried really hard, but no, no, (laughs) not topless. Whoa! See, yeah, she threw that in there. Perfect. You tried really hard. It's 100% covered, and she did it in a flash. Perfect. So your problem with this guy is that he's too easy on your eyes. He's too easy on your eyes. I don't really have – okay, did you almost see it? Well, her elbow caught it, and then the blanket caught it. I really don't have a problem with him. I was just trying to make you laugh. No, no, you did. You did. He pulls out the, you know, he's going to say, like, what's this story? <laughs> he killed his son. And she's oh like, my God. and she's like, killer. don't bring it up to him. You know, he's very sensitive. But the very next scene we see, he's going to bring it up to him. You just had sex. Hey, <laughs> is it true your roommate killed his baby? What a buzzkill. See, he hurt his hand from the accident. Oh, it was recent. Well, he was, you know, he was helping him fix the... Yeah, right. Oh, his hand. That's right. On the other hand. I liked it. He goes, can you fix the engine? And and Mike was like, sure. Like, he just happens to know how to fix an engine. Everyone everyone from then would. Yeah, right. He goes, I didn't know you were a cop. In Road Warrior, they all had to learn how to drive... 
build engines. Yes, they did. Yeah. Or take prisoner people who did know how. I'm sorry. I meant Mad Max 2. Did I say Road Warrior? I meant to say uh, Mad it's, um, Max. Thunderdome. That's Mad Max 3. Oh, oh, oh. You see, in Europe, The Road Warrior was a sequel to a very popular film that wasn't, was a more of a cult film in the United States. Uh-huh. Should I see so, it? It's called The Road Warrior. You, you've already seen it. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They I've named seen it all the Road Warrior. Film, so I guess I did. You saw the last one, right? From with Formosa. I don't know. It had a uh, blood bags. Oh, yeah, with um. Sh uh, yeah, her. Charisse Theron. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was terrible. Terrible. Awful. You don't think it was the best movie of 2010s? I don't know. I don't all think right. it was a good movie. Interesting. And I don't believe her as that tough character and 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 uh is he okay, looking for well, a diner here's our professor and he's gonna lie that he's looking for meteorites okay, oh no why don't you listen this time their interaction's a little funny especially when he shows him not a that's not dust There's no incidents here. Well, if there were, we could have stopped This is okay, funny. It reminds me of uh, that Mick Jagger movie we watched where he goes into the Brazilian store to tell him Mick that. Mick Jagger. Yeah. And he's right. like, oh, Julio Iglesias? He's like, no, Mick Jagger. Oh, Julio Iglesias. Turn it up, turn it up. It's a louse? So he's like, finds out that he's got the story wrong about dust. But he made posters and all that shit. Yeah, and he, you know, he thought dust was the louses. And he finds out, like, dust is particulate matter, pet dander, human flakes of skin. It is microscopic, but it's not. Oh, no, alas, poor Skull uh, Oric. Oh, he's up. Alas, poor Oric. Oric. Yurik. Yurik. I knew him. I, oh, clearly, I knew I him, Horatio. I knew him. How can you tell us Horatio? From his skull tattoo, it's still on there. His head tattoo. Face so tattoo. he mentioned Joe Bogart, the, the drifter guy, you know, the skull collector guy, was like, oh, and it was a, it came down and then Joe Bogart. And so Mike, that's who gave him the letter. Joe Bogart goes, what did you say, Joe? I can't believe we're a half hour to this film and you haven't done a Bogart joke. The, okay. This Joe Bogart character doesn't really speak. He uses like old movie phrases. Really? I think we should turn the sound up for this entire scene. Okay. Now, I told you this film was good, and this is one of the reasons. This is one of the scenes. Blink, blink, blink. 
So he speaks in movie phrases. Yeah, you see how he's connected to the ship? Yeah. Nice sound effect to it. Now keep this sound up because you didn't hear it before because you wandered off. He's going to say the movie phrase. It really is extremely popular in, in uh, Australia, by the way. I don't like if you don't like my manners, I don't like them myself. I think he's got your marks right now. So can I tell you how 80s this movie is with the sense of irony about the previous generation and, yes. you know, it's pop culture influence and then he regurgitates it and that's ironic? Yeah. And we're, it's always like 20 years prior or 30 years prior. And you've yeah, made previous. that note before. But it's also like at the 80s, people were looking at a lot of stuff from the 50s and, you know, the movies from the 40s yes, and stuff. Yes. And putting it in a new context. Oh, Carl, oh, I should plug well, look, something from the, the yeah. story about how the power capsule fell off. And he wants Mike to go get it, essentially. Jesus, does, can Mike just surf? Must he fix everybody's shit? Well, he's got a letter that was 20, 25 years ago telling him to come here today. Now, to help out. We're, yeah, we're going to learn now about time travel. And I want you to not turn the sound off when we okay leave it leave it leave it now i gotta and then i can take a pee break right no mike okay now now he says he's from a constellation okay look at the time okay Crash. He's killing himself. This is crazy. Now it gets even worse. Get this out. <laughs> now look, you've got a little time thing, which is a shaker for a bar. Uh huh. And he turns it back a minute. We'll still have Paris. Everything is fine. It's a minute earlier. It's 10.25. A minute before everything went bad. My favorite jug back in one piece. Your hand. Curiously unarmed. Curious. This is pretty cool. Okay, they said, well, now he's going to tell him what he wants him to do. Now, does that make sense? This is in the future. I'm trying to process it. Oh, okay. You can turn this sound off now.
So now he, he's going to get his first lead on this meteorite, which is really an alien ship. That guy over there goes, it fell from the sky. This is a little funny because he's insulting them right to their face for being like hayseeds and primitive. You know, he's from the coast. He's flying like right. Sydney, Sydney or Melbourne. Now, the woman sitting there is going to get mad at him and punch him in the face. This happens, so it's like a New Jersey bar. I guess, yes. So they're going like, you like science? You should see J.L. Weston. He tracks the weather, he does. Now, there he hears, it fell from the sky. Oh, perfect. What so a coincidence. <laughs> Out cold. Out cold. Is he drinking a beer now? Yeah, Budweiser. Okay, so Mike's on four drinks. Oh, okay, okay. You're doing the beer count. So, okay, Connie's not the one to count. Mike is would be okay. There's less beer than you think, but maybe I'm, I didn't pay attention. Well, I mean, they had a beer when they got to the house. They had a beer over dinner. Uh, they had another beer. Now mm -hmm. he's having a Budweiser here. So that's four. So now it's essentially, I got to get my ship mobile again, but I can't do it until I get my whammy jammy thing. So I want you to go out there and get my whammy jammy thing. I like this diner. There's like seats for two and that's it. <laughs> so he says that the last time he was here, he was, he helped them in Los Alamos with the atom bomb, the Manhattan project. Oh yeah. I'm missing all his, uh banter and then later cheryl will say i saw him in los alamos at joe bogart's diner or bar maybe it's bar i guess they're in a bar not a diner uh yeah that could be a grill a bar and grill yeah you never see a grill alone there's always a bar and a grill right i guess a restaurant is a grill joe's grill joe's grill and bar. Joe would be like, no, it shows bar and grill. So now he just gave him a note. It's a little map that it's drawn where the power thing is. But it's in the handwriting, although we don't know it yet, of Ryder. Oh, really? Yeah, and now he's telling him, look out for J.L. Weston. He might try to kill you, kid. Just like he tried to kill Ryder or something like that. That's but he's crazy. warning him against J.L. Weston. He'll try to kill you. This is crazy. Maybe I should listen. <laughs> I want to be alone. Yeah. He's great walking around that room with the wire attached to him. The camera yeah, got it all. His name is Joe Bogart in this film, and in real life, he's Max Gillis. Now, again, he's got he's on all these kind of credits, but we wouldn't appreciate them. Yeah. Blue Healers in 94, Dick Down Under in 75, Stork in 71. He's a founding member of the 1970s experimental theater company, the Australian Performing Group. Now, if you and I grew up in Australia, we go, 
Whoa, blimey. Yeah, <laughs> Crikey. I would, yeah, it's I would drop him. my blooming onion. It's yeah, that guy I mean, from the experimental theater. Oh, he's guided Joey. Oh, look, there it is. Beer. King of Gears. Yeah, that's King the beers. power thing. Oh, here comes a nondescript beer truck. Well, this is our scientist guy. He All has right. brought with him a sort of little lab in the back. Now he's like, he knows that there was a meteorite land, or, you know, an alien or whatever. So he's talking to himself like, you know, like, screw you, Professor something. I'm not crazy, you know, and he's talking about his. Um... What do you think about that technique of opening up a package of donuts while driving? <laughs> with one hand or did he use two i didn't pay attention he used his teeth to rip the plastic off and then he then he squished the donut out of the hole so now he confronts jl weston and it is some pretty funny dialogue he lets it out by mistake that it's not a meteorite it's a ufo and so weston is like trying to, he's got the same dreams of glory this guy has he'll get a nobel prize if he discovers aliens i do like the fact that this film is doesn't really have a central character that we are kind of switching around. Because usually a film like this would just be a Follow focused on Mike. Yeah. Well, Anything they, scientific happens around here, I know about it. Best Weston. Wait, his name is J.L. Weston. Are you thinking of the Best Western Hotel? Sure. Best Great hotel. Best bug bugs in the industry. Now, what he's doing now is he's prattling on about the ozone layer. He's obviously a stupid person who doesn't understand, right? right. So the professor's playing along. He's going, yeah, we could help each other. I, they're clearly attacking the ozone layer. We could, we could stop that together. Now, turn it up because he goes the UF up. Oh, it's too late. He got caught. UFOs. UFOs. Aliens wandering around out there trying to make contact. No, 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 no. Aliens. We need a contact. He, J.L. Westing is stupid and not stupid at the same time. Carl, his his office is in his barn. Yes. Oh. So this is the first person that he respects, you know, he, he knows he's a cop. He's asked him for help to trace a label, etc. Now we're going to find out essentially that it was purchased. The poison was purchased by J.L. Weston. <gasps> well, why is Western poisoning the other farms? I don't know, Mike. I don't know. I never caught it. Is this the, I saw it three times. You, I never, I don't know. Regarding the lamb poisoning, you would know. So let's go ask you. <laughs> okay, right? listen, you, you have to go pee, know. go ahead. It's a good time because not much is going to happen for, you know, don't be gone forever, but not much is going to happen. I have more respect to the audience than just to get up and pee. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Thank you. So I'll keep talking to you. I don't know. What can I tell you about this film? I, just, I think I covered the filming locations, uh, but I'll just be specific. Broken Hill, New South Wales. 
three weeks around Broken Hill, they filmed. Uh, in Melbourne, they were at MFP Studios, which was Melbourne Film Studios. It was uh, owned by Valhalla, which makes sense. They're also in Silverton, and I mentioned this small village is featured in Mad Max. Is that interesting? I'm not sure. So now Weston is saying, yeah, I bought that poison, but it was stolen from my uh, barn, and I can take you to the people who stole it. The film was released at the Valhalla in Melbourne and at the Brighton Bay on 9th of September, 1988. It turned up later in Sydney with the season at the Valhalla from December 24th to the 3rd of February, 89, opening the 13th of January at Walker's Cinema in North Sydney. That's it. That was its little tour, okay? And... It went away. They couldn't sell it to the United States. There was some European territories. Let's see. Italy and Germany showed an interest. Sale to the U. Okay, so I'm not sure if it actually played there. They showed an interest. So this was their fourth and final film that they made together as director and producer for Valhalla. It just fell apart. This film sunk them. And it's not clear why. They spent a lot of money on it. Okay, so now Mike is showing up with Ryder's map looking for the Budweiser thing, the power to the ship. But it won't be there. So Mike is now going from Ryder's map to where the power thing is. But the it's King not there. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, he puts two and two together and he knows that Cheryl has it. Now, like I said, I saw this third three other times. I I don't know how he knows it. But Cheryl, the past lives woman, has it. Look how pretty. Right. Gorgeous. Picture perfect. I need to put a image over it. I need to write some text over it and send it as an image. Yeah, I right. <laughs> I do is inspirational uh jpegs i take pictures of australian outback sunsets and then i write a a, a gaudy quote over it gaudy fun <laughs> hang Be in there hang in there it's uh, almost friday <laughs> if it doesn't defeat you it makes you teamwork uh, makes the dreamworks makes the teamwork no <laughs> teamwork makes the dream work <laughs> what's gonna work teamwork <laughs> Carl, there's no work in I. <laughs> yeah, there's no work in I. That's good. All right, so they are uh, just negotiating, even though Cheryl. Good, I'm glad okay. Cheryl's involved. Yeah, but it's unex it's not explained why she is involved. Now, we will see her go get it and find it and take it. But how in the world could Mike have known that? Did we, see, did we as the audience see that scene? I don't think we see it yet. We will see it. This is a time travel movie. Gotcha. So yeah. right now, Weston has some sort of lead on the aliens and he goes, you wait here. And 
I don't really get it. They're both going after. Carl, I'd like to tell you a time travel knock knock joke, if I may. Okay. Knock knock. Who's there? Dwayne the bathtub. I'm drowning. Did you say Dwayne who? Dwayne who? Dwayne. Sorry, I went back in time. I screwed up the entire joke. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, now look, her foot is in the fire. And he's That's like, what they do. Your, your foot is burning. And she goes, which one? Oh, yeah, your foot's on fire. Oh, you have captions? I do have captions. And they're actually being coherent. They're very closed. Closed captions? Okay, now all we're going to see is this, this long segment here, and all we're going to see is that the Budweiser power thing is starting to charge up. And that's in their van? Is that what we're seeing? Yes, yeah, it's, it's Cheryl found it. She would wear it around as a hat, or maybe that's to come. It's in the van, that's right. Sure. Now, there are taglines that kind of make, don't make sense. <clears throat> One of the taglines is, well, actually, there's only two taglines, and one doesn't make sense. He goes, we're not just talking aliens, we're talking Australians. Okay, that rhymes, Australian alien. Right, but the thing is, only Joe Bogart's an alien, so it doesn't make sense. But as an American who's going to either pick this or, I don't know, cliffhanger. Oh, it's the no, right book for the poster, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the tagline is, the fundamental things don't necessarily apply. I don't. <laughs> okay, so they're biting As off the song. goes by. Yeah. The fundamental things apply. Okay, so they went and titled their film after that famous song, and they found out that, okay, so he's got a lead. He thinks that Mike is an alien, or Mike knows about the aliens. So he just bonked Mike over the head and abducted him and put him into... Western Narrator. The, Right, um, the science, no, the science, Ryder's our friend, the scientist guy named James McCauley. Okay, McCauley, bowtie guy. Bowtie guy, let's call him that. Now, here's J.L. Weston, also after Mike, because he knows he had contact with the aliens, they think. So he's asking Connie, where is he? Tell him to call me. Weston's more direct, he doesn't bonk people on the head. <laughs> That's right. Uh -oh. Now, okay, as time goes by, 1931, Herman Humpfeld's song, made famous after its appearance in well, Casablanca, originally quoted at 5,000 for use in Australia, but then it was discovered that for world rights, it would be $100,000. This might explain why they did not distribute this film. That's a really good point, because we should mention that the As Time Goes By theme has been co-opted by... Warner Brothers Communications, Time Warner Discovery. Yeah, yeah for the logo. Yeah, for the logo at the beginning of the movies when they show the, the their studio in Burbank or what have you. And then they yes. have, uh, like, every TV show that's produced by Warner Brothers uses that at the end. So if you're watching a show, right, doesn't it, like, the credits roll and they go, buh, 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 at the buh. beginning. At yeah, the at the beginning. beginning. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a definitely, it's like saying uh, <clears throat> Windows startup music, the movie. You know, like everyone knows yeah. it. Yeah. Now we will hear it at the end of this film. 
uh, we know that we're watching the Australian version of the film. The song is heard in the Australian version of the film, but even then only for one verse, as it quickly gives way to music by the other composers, because the rights were priced on the basis of each 30 seconds minutes of usage. That is crazy. And then the music disappeared in the overseas prints, which was Italy and Germany. So that means that they didn't have the rights to do it, so they did it for 30 less than. It's it, You'll hear it at the end. Okay. We're not playing it. I can't afford that money. Understood. $5,000 for 30 seconds? Fuck that. Australian dollars? The hell? From 1988? The hell of that. <laughs> so he's got Mike Prisoner now. and Okay, these two are like J.L. Weston's thugs. And we saw them at the beginning when Ryder was shooting at them. Not shooting at them. He was only shooting at the poison. Um, so now they're excited about the ozone layer and they want the presentation, even though they've seen it 15 times. So let's turn up the sound. Sure. And let's give a good lesson. Listen to the lesson. Right. Uh, um, Prince Anzo's fallen. Yeah. Suddenly, Christ is Yes. He's like, can we see the presentation? He wants to hear the speech. Advertise. Get angry if he doesn't hear the speech. All right. All right. This the is couch. how you know Weston is dummy and not a dummy. They look at the sheep, it's part of the presentation. Part of the presentation, you flick the sheep. Animals. He goes, he ain't they're not natural animals. Cows will come. He doesn't love him, but you loves him. Yeah, I get it. Now look, he's going to swipe a cow. Sold. Okay. So now, sold. Mike has gotten some sort of truth serum bullshit, and uh, he's going to find out that Cheryl's got the power supply to the spaceship. So our, you know, bowtie guy is getting close. Look at his bald spot, man. Yeah, not so bad. I don't know why he tied Mike has to keep tying Mike up. Who are you working for? He goes, I'm on the dole. Yeah, right. I came to find me father. So he's frustrated, but eventually he is going to learn. Is it? Oh, so Mike's got the letter and he's going on walkabout because he wants to find his father? 
Right. He got a letter from Joe Bogart said like something like, if you want to meet your dad, meet me at this bar in, you know, this in the city of Dingo, whatever it was. So that's what brought him here. Gotcha. Now, he says he's from the Sirius constellation, and that upsets me because a constellation is a group of stars. It doesn't make sense. Nobody's from a constellation. When you look at a constellation in the sky, it appears two-dimensional, but that's just your perception. The truth is one is 25 million light years further away, and another is 8 million light years closer. You know, there's no such – you can't live in a constellation. Right, so you can't, you, it's not like there's much serious you live in there. I mean, why so serious? Right, why so, I mean, it's Australian, so it might have been Yahoo, <laughs> but why so serious? Oh, yeah, big shout out to Yahoo Serious. Whatever. Now, our look, Cheryl's wearing it. Now, the Yahoo Serious movies were good, right? Yeah, I'm not saying right. this is bad. Actually, yeah, let me take that back. This film's okay. It's not high budget, but. It's it shot good. In 16 millimeter and they blew it up to 35. That's why it looks a little. That's pretty cool. That explains mm-hmm. why there's somebody sitting in the van right now shooting the movie. <laughs> 16 millimeter camera. I'm in the passenger seat. Let's go. So they sent, he sent his thugs off to find where a uh, bow tie guy is. Cause he knew as he ran off and captured an alien just knows it you know and they figured out the only thing that drove by is must be him right now you see how the horse has his head in there because he was embarrassed he didn't he had a speaking role he had a speaking role yeah but he couldn't do it the day they actually shot why not he was horse that day so there's Ryder. he notices the girls coming but he doesn't know they're the ones that dump Mike off. That's right. He doesn't know, but he takes note of it. Look, she wears the hat like a hat, and she's tank. being all hippy dippy right now. No tank girl. Do you, you ever see the movie Tank Girl or read the comic strip uh, Tank Girl? No, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, I never did. Either the movie's movie- not as good. The the comic strip's a trip. There was it was started in the nineties and it's basically the guy who did Gorillas, the the pops the pop band. Okay. I don't know but, that either. Okay. I'm old. Yeah. Well I'm it's nineties. Yeah, okay. It's in the nineties. Okay. Yeah. I missed it. The future is going strong. Hey lady. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> uh you got us thing. That's though I know that song, Clint yeah. Eastwood's song. That it was a cartoon video in there. Oh, I never saw the video. I just heard it on Pandora. Ah. Uh. Okay. Now we're about to discover that hey, Mike is missing. Here's the convi, convi, whatever they call it, that he was driving around. The key is still in it, and then Ryder's gonna find a note, and it's clearly it's a map in his own handwriting, and it's not gonna make sense. The writer got a Hummer that was off the side of the road. It's not a Hummer. <laughs> he now pulled look. over and got a Hummer. I got you. 
uh, Cheryl was in, uh, her name's Deborah Force, and she was in this film. She was in Future Schlock, which was also done by these guys. And she was in Salt, Saliva, Sperm, and Sweat in 1988. So I immediately looked that up. Uh -huh. And it's like some short film. It's an experimental film. It doesn't really well, happen. Future Shock was this pop culture book about, like, I don't know, the future and the shock. And it, it, it became like a little cultural phenomenon. So that I actually looked up Future Schlock. Because uh -huh. I, I love the, the the pun. I've seen it for years. And I said, oh, there's a movie called Future Slock. But I don't know why I passed on it. I thought this looked more interesting. Well, yeah, these guys did that film. And also, <laughs> uh, Deborah, you know, Cheryl was in it. And it's not in front of me right now, but there was another one of these actors who was in it. So they were all clicky. Clicky together. Okay, so now J.L. Weston is like, hey, fuck you, man. I know you got some alien. You, you look, you know, we have a contract, okay? You and me are partners here. It's going to be our Nobel Prize. Poor Mike. Oh. He, got, he had to fall over. Yeah, I hate that. Like when you're in an ambulance and they stop short. I do. Yeah, right. It happens to me all the time <laughs> in the ambulance. Um. The, the, you ever have a dream and you're falling and that makes you wake up? Mike just did. <laughs> it's just about the kisser, too, in his dream. So we know he's going to open up the door and find Mike. But guess what? He doesn't. Mike has escaped. How did he escape? Well, when he fell over, he kind of got knocked over. Right, and, but we didn't and, see him uh, open up. When he fell over, it, I don't know, it jostled his straps. He was able to. Now, remember the, he doesn't know J.L. Weston's name. He's not here from here, right? right? But he sort of knows the name of the brothers or whatever. So when he got that caution from Joe Bogart, like he's going to be watching. Later, in, later he'll put two and two together. You see, he really snuck out of the van and he's hiding in the brush. He goes, this bloke's found something. He knows about the aliens. You follow him back to town. Oh, cool. I never realized you could get like a motorcycle and then like the, the sidecar and then the guy uh -huh. in the sidecar could have a rifle. Yeah, that's riding shotgun. Which is actually from a stagecoach, right? It's not from a... Yeah, no, it's not from those little motorcycle things. I thought it would be better to say, like, catching fly spot. And they're like, no, you're holding a shotgun. I know there's flies that hit you from the carriage ride, but, you know, that's a given. <laughs> the only phone, right, in the Epic. Oh, no, no, yeah. there are no more. No, you're probably right. It's probably, maybe it's not the only phone, but if you want a public phone, that's where yeah. you're going. Okay, so because of Mike, he knows about the power source from the ship, and he knows that Cheryl has it. And there they are. Well, this is that lady in the bar who punched. Oh, uh, wow. She's trying to help them fix their car or something. But Science Guy is picking up all sorts of radioactivity. He's looking for the power supply. Boo! Now, this is a woman who punched him. Right. 
but he doesn't seem to mind. He doesn't act like she's going to do it again. Where are the ladies who own this van? Well, the past life, uh, she was in the Queen of the Nile. Right. You're right about that. She's saying stuff like that. Yeah, take that, moneymaker. Well, Mike was abducted, and now he gets away. Now He's going on a runabout. He's on a, not a walkabout. He's on a runabout. A jogabout. Nice, Mike. He's heading towards the ladies? The ladies. No, he's not. They're, they're in the town far away. Um, she's picking up the comm V. Right. Whatever. She's playing through. Playing through. <laughs> the cricketia. Okay, there's our glitches from the video. Did you cool. see it? Yeah. yeah. See, she's really concerned that Mike is missing. Now, hey. you're right. It's science guy. He knows that the... Uh, um crown is nearby the power supply he starts to drive and then he catches the girls and he goes whoa and turns around <laughs> it's only like seven people in this area yeah it's real wild west in a way without the killing right yeah there hasn't been much killing in this movie other than the knife play yeah and he didn't die no. crack a crack a crack a crack a that that's it the helmet Crack, ding, crack, ding, crack. Ding. So they found him, and now it's trying to, uh, you know, like he found the blokes who are poisoning the sheep, and the guy was wearing spurs, and uh, I gotta find Cheryl before the bow tie guy does. She's like, he's like pouring out the plot, you know, the next steps for Act Three uh, to those two. Now watch, he finds the crown and bonk! The he hits her with what? The the Richter beeper? Oh, wow, he really knocked yeah, it. I just always thought of it as some blunt object. Yeah, like his spare billy club? Like you yeah, have your, right, you, right, your right. blackjack? <laughs> yeah, your blackjack, right, exactly. Yeah. It's good for bonking guys on the head. Okay, so... This thing is in his place, so the machines are freaking out because it has whammy jammy. It's radioactive. Yeah, whammy jammy, detecting high levels of whammy jammy. <laughs> exactly. Because, like, radiation, if that's what they're saying. Okay, so look, claymation, uh, stop motion. Yeah. This is where their budget went. They yeah. went to, to Pukas Art. Uh, yeah, the guys who did this... Um, Special effects. It's Peter Stubbs and Peter Armstrong, two Peters, and also a guy named Jeff Little and Brian Pierce. They're credited with the space special effects, time travel zaps, the crash landing of the alien bar. It was Pucus, Pucus Arts and Magic did all the special effects. Pucus. He goes, that's J.L. Weston. Nobody pushes J.L. Weston around. But our bow tie guy did because he now has the everything. Yep. And he's now giving his like Nobel Prize thank you speech. And he goes, 
I want to thank my mother. He goes, no, I don't. No, I don't. No, I don't. No, yeah. Oh, he's funny. He's much better than Morbi Morbius because Morbius declined his Nobel Peace Prize. Is Morbius from the Marvel thing? Yeah. It's yeah. The worst okay. movie of last year, Carl. Did he decline it? Okay, now <laughs> they are going to stop. We got to do our Razzies episode. They're yep. going to stop him. But whoa, but Bowtie Guy's not going to be stopped. This is crazy. They're driving wildly in the Australian Outback and they're making a movie out of it. I never, who but knew? That was pretty badass. He went over a trench. He did? Well, you know, the, the roads here have trenches so that the rain, you know, doesn't stay on the road. But the thing is, what rain? What rain? That's what oh, kills dude. me. Yeah, but once the rain hits, you'll be lucky, happy they were there. The rain will last a half day. Bang, pow, pull over, bloke. Pull over, mate. <laughs> Dude, this would be in the, the movie poster. Now, this is the second time someone easily stopped him by just getting in front of him. Where's he going? Getting his Thor hat? Was this is the plot of Thor, right? What they they find the hammer. What the plot of wasn't the original Marvel comic like a guy found Thor's hammer and he turns into Thor? He wasn't from Odin and all that stuff. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. He was like pipe smoking, hat wearing, fedora wearing. Right. Yeah, he was Walt something. I th they, I think they they figured out a way to kind of get rid of the, get rid of him. Yeah. That that origin story. That character existed, but they they pushed him off. Yeah, no, that it wasn't called Odin, right? What's it called? Thor. No, the uh, city the, he's from. Odin Spear. Asgard. Uh, Asgard. Okay, so now they've got his crown, and he's fucking humiliated. Now, no look, look. He starts driving. He goes drive the other car. Look how he started driving before Mike got out of the. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah weird so now he's taking this to joe bogart and he's gonna make things right cool so nothing really happens simple right it's just yeah. that simple. now weston's gonna come and stop him right weston is absolutely gonna get in the middle of this he i don't think he's gonna stop him uh but should i ruin it for you no no we we Really? Okay. We're at the third act, right? Weston is absolutely going to be a cog in the machine. Gotcha. I did. What's a capsum? You can spoil that. There's capsum? I don't know. What's that? Cigarette, right? I don't know. That, is that a sign on the... Yeah. I can't ruin it. I wish I could ruin that for you. I can't. In, in the end of Titanic, the ship sinks, okay? Ha, I ruined a film. I no, it's the middle, right? No. She's saying, someone hits me in the back of the head with the fish, and everyone in the whole igloo just sits there. She goes, it was like I was not there, like an alien from another planet. But Weston will open the door just in time to hear her say that. So he'll close the door thinking, oh, she admitted it. She's an alien. Got her. Got her. Like Jack Tripper in Three's Company. Capstan is a British brand of unfiltered cigarettes currently owned and manufactured by Imperial Brands. The brand dwindled in popularity when the health effects of tobacco became more widely known. Uh, shops. Oh, okay. 
They're British cigarettes. With no filter. <laughs> That's like my comedy. I felt that. Now look, they're going into a bar, right? They're going into a bar. Now, Weston sees them go into the bar. So there's going to be a in-the-bar incident. Now, he thinks that aliens are in the bar with Ryder. So he's going to go get his two thugs, and they're going to kind of have a shoot-em-out thing. Wow. In this there? Now, let's listen. Let's listen. Okay. I actually have to close the studio door and open. Okay. Because it's great. You brought it back. You... You get why that's ironic, because she's the strange one. Okay, so Joe Bogart now has the crown, okay? And okay. Dale Weston thinks he's got a finger on the alien. You want to sign back on? Yeah, when it's Joe, when it's Joe oh, yeah. Bogart. You want me in showbiz? A rock star. Look, he's giving him songs from the future. From 1990? That's yeah. a year now. Songs from the future. So you can turn the sound off, but when Joe Bogart comes on, turn it on because it's okay. a platform. Meanwhile, I want to play some songs from the future from 1990. People are still having sex. I'm too sexy for this oh, shirt. Too sexy for my... <laughs> it wow. Hurts. Music for the future is so crazy. Ryder. He said the notes on the map look like his handwriting. Yeah, J.L. Weston killed Ryder last time. Oh. There comes the aliens. They don't look like aliens. Of course they don't look like aliens, you idiots. Hey, can I mention, she talked about Shirley MacLaine, and I thought because she looked this cute as Shirley MacLaine, but this is the 80s when uh -huh. Shirley MacLaine was writing those books about past lives. Right, and she's all about past lives, and that's why it was referenced, yeah. Gotcha. I thought it was because he looked like her from, you know, the apartment or something. Cool. So now he says, Ryder was killed at 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock! It's 10.58 right now. Now he's putting it together who J.L. Weston is. And he's like, he's going to kill him again! Oh, so there is murder in this. Yeah. Well, before Ryder gave us the background, the three of them caught it in a minute. Officer, yeah, what's the word? What's the word? Killer. Uh, 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock. It's high 11. <laughs> All right, why aren't they doing it at noon? It's high 11. Sorry, the time difference in Australia. Oh. I he got wow. on his head. That's a good way. So there's a little blood, but not too much blood. And he can... Right. Yeah. Unlike recently, we saw a lot of bloodless killing, right? And those old Oh, films. my God. They, 
you hear a sound of a pop gun and then suddenly they just fall down. That was, oh, that I was, was a, shot. I was this the, the, sound is a silent, wasn't it? It I think it was the whammy jammy zombie. Uh it was uh the shape of things to come or whatever. Yes, right. And so it was a talkie. Bloodless killing, but there were other ones. There was another black and white we saw. And and I remember Dead End too. I mean he was Oh right. You can't well, fake falling off a building, but so look, he wants to save his life, and so he's like, It's too bad, it's too bad. He goes, Look, I didn't charge it all the way, I didn't power it. You can't so Mike has stolen the time thing to go save Ryder's life. Whoa. Now here's our only surfing scene. Yay! Da 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 da. Da 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 da. Nobody gets what we're singing. Da 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 da. da. Well, the, the remake of Hawaii Five O has been on the air for like eighteen years. Did it have that song? I don't know. I never watched it. Well, he goes, "Watch your hand." I never watched it either. The original either. Uh, yeah, watch your hand. Which doesn't make sense because he's not there to turn on the engine. Right? It didn't make sense when they went a minute back in time to prevent what they did, but they're not there in the room. Right. They're not there in the room. It's like the new them. Yeah. From... So now he's it's... like out of charge or something. Oh, no. Well, he sees. Okay, I don't know if you're recognizing it's the same footage from before. Um, he sees uh, Connie. And so he's like, tells her the story. Let's go save Ryder's life. And Connie just believes in time travel all of a sudden. So Connie. there's Ryder. And what he could do right now is prevent Ryder from going to town. But too late. Too late. So he's got to have enlist Connie to do it. All right. You know what? This film is really good, but I don't want this film to lose me. Don't lose me, film. I understand what's going on. Thank you, Carl. Well, he's going to prevent Ryder from getting shot. That's what he's up to. We're, we're back in time. Nobody. Nobody treats jail Weston like yeah. that. So that guy has two non-dust-related jokes aligned. Yeah, that's right, and that's it. Okay, that's so it. now everything's cool, right? She's just going to drive with Connie into town and save Ryder's life, right? What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? With the Com V that's <laughs> taking them to save Ryder's life. What could possibly go wrong? Uh-oh. Now, look, he's not there with Mike. This is a different future uh, or a different timeline or something. Timeline. J.L. Weston wakes up again. Rise and shine, Weston. Now remember, when we last left off, Weston and the two thugs were about to burst into the bar and shoot everybody. Right. I don't know why, though. He wants to save the aliens, not shoot them. He's once again discovered they're aliens, you know. Okay. I think I've seen this part. Yes, you have. Uh oh, Batmobile. 
oh no, what could possibly fake go wrong with our fake effects? <laughs> Did you see how the wheel rolled right in front of the camera? It was, it was good, Carl, come on. No, come on, it was further behind <laughs> than the car was, so it just logically makes sense. Also, does it help when you hear an accent? Yeah, right. Dead cut. Mike. Yeah. Look at that fucking gun he's got, man. Riding sidecar shotgun. That's not a rifle. It's like a Tommy gun or some crap. Yeah. Look at it. It's like a little Uzi. These guys are all dust covered. Come on. Well, they never, they're like outback stereotypes. Right, well, everyone else lives out there. And Stop. Uh-oh, 11. Right. Now they have like a minute to. So. What they do is they're screaming to Ryder. Ryder, look out. Oh, it says police station. I guess it's not a bar. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Ryder, look out. Police station. Ryder. So JL Weston goes in. They hear a bunch of shots and they're like, oh no, we were too late. But they weren't because they yelled at him. Oh, there's a big pile of bloodless humans. Right. <laughs> of course I'm okay. I can handle these blokes. This lot. Wow, empty cast. He just killed three people? Yeah. And now he gets complaining, complaining, and he rolls his eyes. Oh, women. Even though he tricked them to right. get them out there. Who's the jerk? Okay, now... They're all going into the bar. Yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Intriguing. Is it? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. Something else could have happened. But I mean, this film is good. It does its job. It keeps you interested. Good, yeah. it, you're going back in time and then forward. And and, and now we're going to have some big reveals. Of all the gin joints and blah, blah. Right. Ooh. Right. This is when, at the end of the film, I was like, he's bald? <laughs> yeah, Mike. Yes, Mike. I made a promise to ride out. Michael is your son, who you killed with the cricket club. <laughs> what? Yeah, he said, I couldn't tell you because you wouldn't get all grouchy and become a cop and then appear again. It's a little selfish of the alien. Oh, but you're helping an alien. He goes, I need the power capsule. He goes, yeah, but I brought it to you. He goes, yeah, but then you went back again, dummy. Don't you remember? Where's the power capsule? Well, guess who's got it? We know who's got it. It's Bowtie Guy. Right. So... He, Mike grew up not knowing that he is the son of, right. He never knew his dad and this was a way to meet his dad. Now, Mike will fall into a ditch and Joe Bogart will turn back time and say, look out for the ditch. I love it. Wow, that's what I call action. <laughs> Watch out for the ditch and... Wow, that's great. They really use the time effects 
really well. <clears throat> now, there's an action scene going on in which he's chasing the guy for the crown, but we interrupt the, that action to go to this. He's made the arrangement. He's going back 25 years and he's going to save his own son's life by not, he's going to have a life in which he knew his son and was raised his son. Mike. Right. Who's banging but, his best friend. Who's banging his, I guess so. But somehow Connie's like, is the um, the uh, niece or something weird. I don't know. I think I would know, but boom, he's gone. Back to save your life. They should be walking in the door. Play it, Sam. Oh, here we go. There we go, Carl, for the sound. Cost him five grand. Listen. We're going to get pulled from YouTube on this. It's worth it. Keep listening. Fundamental things apply. Oh and that's it. Because it, yeah. it would cost them more than five grand. Boop -a -dee -boop -boop. Okay, well, now that we played the musical track that got them in legal trouble. They did get them into legal trouble. They couldn't afford. Hundred grand. That's do time, 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 dooby dooby doo time. Yeah, yeah, time going by. Oh, is that? Yeah, well, they should have just switched it to a different "As Time Goes By" song. Carl, what do you think of the movie? I think that the movie was a good film. I don't think it was a bad film. Um, I think the next film we're going to watch is a pretty bad film. I think this was a good film, and it's too bad that it didn't get a chance to. It, it it probably was a very good looking film too, but we just saw it on VHS and it never right. made it to DVD. And I mean, I'm sure that the exterior shots were fantastic. Yeah, it was the outback and you know a magnificent desert and beautiful big sky country, just like Montana. You know, it's a little weird because I don't know. It's a good movie. It's definitely a good movie. I just was hoping for more sci fi. Yeah, yeah. They, they used the sign. They went back in time, time to warn Mike there's a ditch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, maybe, I don't know. Tenet it is not, right? Tenet, he would go backwards in time while bullets yeah. was moving forward or something, something interesting. Join us next week. You can by tuning in to Mutiny Radio next Sunday at, at 2 p.m., Subscribe to our YouTube channel to see us in person and watch the movie or Asynced. Or subscribe to our podcast, the OG podcast, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank Go you. to carlsucks.com to see where he's performing. It's probably Scotty's and elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Let's watch a full-length on YouTube with Hi, this is Carl. Uh, I, I'm Mike's friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets and the way champagne tickles my nose. And I love to paint outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl, the first
French duh, not the Oudoura duh. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with more. Everybody, it's me, Dakota Price, the host with the most here, bringing you the Trust Me, My Friends and Expert podcast. Listen to these sweet tunes for a minute, and I'm going to bring you guests. Yes. I think the thing about cartoon characters is, like, you can imagine how they look. Like, you can just choose how they would look. She looked like Marceline. Pop a bean and she rock with me. I pull up to the scene. She's a fiend, strawberry ice cream. Meet me at the tree and she asks, Are you scared of me? Yeah, I am, but it don't matter. Cause you look like Marceline. When she pop a bean and she rock with me, I pull up to the scene. She's a fiend, strawberry ice cream. Meet me at the tree and she asks, Are you scared of me? Yeah, I am, but it don't matter. Cause I see you in my dreams. Play guitar, Shotty really got it all. I won't stall. No Be there at the crack of dawn. I'm a man Go now. Now she wanna fall. See she want my love, but she don't know who to call. If I shoot my shot, then I better not miss. Shotty mentioned that she likes roses and gifts. I know that's a lie, cause when I tried, she got pissed. Go outside, you're looking pale. I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I feel like Adventure Time, like when I was younger, after watching some of the right, episodes, guys, I always got, like, had like an existential We're, we're live here like at Mutiny Radio. This is, trust me, my friend's an expert. And uh, I have two experts here in the booth with me. Uh, I got Dava. How do you say your last name? Munyan. Munyan? I like your fucking, uh, your instant. Do you mind if I shout out? How do you say your Instagram? Because like the way I like to say it is like damn onion. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that is so clever. I never, I never actually thought of it like that. But I say dumb onion. It's dumb onion. Dumb onion. Okay. Dumb onion. I'm like damn, uh, d- damn onion. Damn onion. <laughs> damn onion. <laughs> Shit, dude. So mean. Dumb onion. It's an A, not a U. It is Da Munion on Instagram. Please follow me. I'm really fun and I post really cool stuff. You'll like it. I promise. Yeah. uh, You ski? Yeah. So (laughs) I used, well, I still ski, but I used to be a professional ski racer. Wow. Skiing. On a scale of like maybe maybe like eight years from the Olympics, which is not bad. Yeah, um, you you ski, start skiing at three years old, dude. Actually, no. There's this one ski racer. He's really cool, Tommy Ford, and he started actually getting into it when he was 19, my age, and oh, he yeah. still he still skis this day, and he's like 30 something, which is pretty oh, yeah. cool. 
and he had a nasty fall. My man's literally like knocked himself out. That's that's the reason why I kind of left that sport. There's a lot of reasons why I left the sport. Dude, skiing's dangerous. What yeah, the fuck? dude, it's fucking dangerous. I swear to God, wear a fucking helmet. Listen to me, wear uh, a helmet. Anyone yeah. who doesn't. I don't wear a helmet riding the Bay Wheels bikes around here, which I probably should. I would recommend that living in San Francisco. I've already, I've, I've already done, uh, I've already been in three bicycle accidents. Yeah. Uh, I got door checked, like 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 classic, <gasps> like in a movie style. Oh like the God. door opened up, and I ran into it and, and flew off. Were you okay? Dude, I bounced and I was up perfectly fine, Holy and I was shit. pissed. You know, it's funny. I started, yeah. I started laughing because like I looked and I did like the check, and I was like, man, I'm not even scratched or bleeding, like. <laughs> I can't sue no one. No. Literally. I'm like, fucking, I need to get hit by a muni bus. <laughs> that's what needs to happen You're so I can catch a check. Uh, so you, that's crazy. Uh, you ski. Uh, you know what? You, you, you do it. What the fuck? Already I have a collar. Oh, shit. Wow. Dude, I don't even know who's going to be. Fuck it. I, I wasn't even taking collars yet, but since you're here. Yo, you're on Mutiny Radio. What's up? Dakota. Hello? Is this Dakota? This is Dakota. This is Scotto calling you back. Oh, hey, Scotto. We fixed it. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. Well, Scott. Well, congratulations. Hi. I will see you Friday. Thank you, Scotto. I'll see you Friday. Right, bye. Bye, Scotto. Oh, my God. We were in, you were in so much stress when I literally came I was. Here. Oh, my God. I forgot, Scotto. Uh... Okay. Okay. <laughs> We're having some technical technical modifications here at the moment. Uh, <laughs> Spencer is crawling into Narnia right now. Uh, I also have Spencer Divine with me in the booth. Woo! Yeah! I'm down here. I'm down here. I'm down here. I'm down here. Um, shit, dude. Hey, how's everybody doing out there? Living the dream? Fucking, uh, I got to tell my grandma to listen. I got to make sure she's listening. Grandma's listening. Oh. You All should right. be very proud of your son. He's a wonderful mm-hmm. man. Yeah, my grand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, your grandson's pretty cool. Wonderful. I think that's so cool that you are are parenting him. That's awesome. That you're still there for him. Yeah, my grandma is a gangster. And then, uh, fucking. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got distracted. I I need. You know, phones are really bad for you. I know. So, uh, in a way that they take a. No, so, like, look, real, real quick. You do a lot of social media stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like. <laughs> no, Spencer. He was talking to me. He wasn't talking to you. He was talking to number two. Excuse yeah. me. <laughs> so, you, you do a lot of. <laughs> uh, and I know, I know how taxing that can be because currently I'm operating three, uh, fucking, three different social medias. And, mm-hmm. uh. It's kind of crazy. Like, do you ever feel like it's like too much, and like, like you gotta like set like real hard boundaries, like of when you can and can't like internet. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I have experienced. It's just like time. You don't realize it, and now I try to block myself out for times when I will be on social media accounts and just do business. So like, make posts and prepare. And, like, have a schedule for that. Because if you just kind of say, like, oh, yeah, I'll do this here and there, then you're also allowing yourself to then get stuck on Instagram. Because it's an app designed to keep you on there. So you got to make sure that you don't necessarily just let it suck you in and, like, keep you there. 
Yeah, it's literally, literally like everything is colorful. Hey, the and there's du- no clocks and you. No, yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. It's literally a casino on your so device. Even the ding, like the way your fucking phone goes ding, or like, or like when you have the I fucking have messenger, or like off. your messenger. Uh, bro. Yeah. Well, you, I was gonna say if you if you are or if you're a crazy person like me and like sounds, uh, <laughs> so. On the messengers, it has a little, like, the sound for, like, when someone's typing a message and, like, for when someone looks at your message and for when someone's, like, successfully sends a message. There's three different sounds God. from the Facebook messenger. Damn. Yeah. That's way too many, yeah. Read my stuff. Yeah. Or, or have them know when I, I don't know. Either way. <laughs> Sometimes I want to leave someone on red and not have them know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to go into like airplane mode to secretly check your messages. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, I DM'd her and she looked at it. <laughs> oh, we're no. going to get married. <laughs> Do you get like on a scale of zero to the Olympics, <laughs> how many creepy direct messages do you get on your Oh, oh that's mean, a good fucking question. That's like that's one of the things where you gotta like set boundaries, right? And of well, course the maximum is still Olympics. Yeah, the maximum is the Olympics. Maximum is Olympics. Okay, so then I would put it at like college basketball. Wow. Oh shit. Wow, she really took that scale and made it her own. Yeah. I meant yeah. College, no, I it's, <laughs> it's about a college basketball scale of like weird messages. You the weirdest thing I've ever been asked to do is fart in somebody's face. I've seen that corner of the internet. It's I don't not, get it, though. I mean, dude, that's I not the worst thing I've seen I'm in sorry. someone's DMs, dude. Like, I, I have horny friends that are just like, dude, check out these DMs. So that, like, I'd be getting from strangers, and I'm like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like They're like, yeah, I just like to t- text these. I'm like, what do you mean? And then I read these messages. I'm like, you are an insane person. Wait, but that looks that? like... Like well, like dude, no, there's no there. Yeah, like there's some crazy shit that I've seen in, with some horny friends of mine, like that are just like in a, some dark shit. But like you know, like no, like you know, more one, power to them. One, one time yeah. out of every million, you yeah, get a but like to poop on your face, whatever floats your boat. Honestly, yeah. as long as it doesn't hurt anybody, do it. Yeah, but like hurt it does yourself, get. I bet okay. it does get weird when you're just. But like, scientifically, farts would not float a boat. So. Well, how do you know? Have you done an experiment? Have you no. gotten millions of farts at the same no, time underneath a vessel to see if it'll that. float? Like, you could probably fill a balloon with them. <laughs> That's actually very creative way. Ripping, ripping <laughs> apart my logic here. So, <laughs> assume if what if you, if you had an inflatable inflatable raft full of farts, would it work? How much money would it take for you to <laughs> fart in someone's face right now, Spencer? Uh, for me to fart in someone's face? How much, mine, how much money would they give me? Yeah. Oh, I You're like, I'll, I, fart, I'll fart in somebody's <laughs> face for five bucks. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like, if, if they're going to fart in my face, that's more money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah they got to yeah, give me more right. money. But seriously, <laughs> you wouldn't take advantage of the fact that somebody wants to do it so badly that they would even give you I mean, would they? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, then we're doing a hundred. We're doing as much as they're willing to pay. You know, like that's the yeah. That's if they say a hundred, I'll say one fifty. People will pay for some of the weirdest shit in the world, man. That's the thing. I like the internet. Like, yeah. So, 
uh, here uh, on Trust Me, My Friends Expert, I am a real pro sex work and uh, pro OnlyFans and pro. Uh, oh no no no! Not pro OnlyFans. Well, not OnlyFans. Fuck it. Uh, fansly, pro sorry. Fa- Fansly. <laughs> fansly. Yeah. Uh, that has a yeah. I, what, I know what, the OnlyFans. What did OnlyFans do? Takes out a twenty percent, right? Did it do something bad? Well, it's no, it's not that. OnlyFans, like when I actually started doing it two years ago, they basically made an announcement that no adult content would now be allowed mm. to be on their site. And they said it was because their banks weren't cool with it because they were getting big enough that they had to move banks. And they were like, no, we're, no, we're not going to help you out with that. So they're like, yeah, we're just not going to do adult content anymore, which is why the platform is what it is today. If you mention OnlyFans, you think of porn and like buying porn and shit like that. That's what you think of. Facts. What's, so, the, one, what's the one where it's... um. There was one that came before OnlyFans where it was like for artists and they would be like Patreon. 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 Yeah. Yeah. The thing about Patreon is that you can't post porn. It cannot be. Yeah, it can't be like a wall of porn. Yeah. But so then um, there are a lot of other accounts that I really, sorry, not accounts, um, companies that I like because OnlyFans also unfortunately will target the people who make them the most money and help them get seen more by Mm. a wider audience. But Fansly, in my experience and what I've seen and read about them, they just do it equally. And I think in the beginning also they help you get a little bit more exposure just so people can see you. And they have millions of users now. I really like them. And they have a great interface. And they take 20%, but you basically pay that to use what they have. Would yeah. I rather it be 10? Absolutely. Yeah, but like it's a lot. Of it, that's a lot better than like uh, Snapchat premiums. Like, yeah. and like constantly getting, ca- uh, like like getting your shit flagged and like constantly yeah. making new accounts. Because yeah. I do also know uh, plenty of people that do like the the Snapchat premiums and make a killing. But like, it's like okay, I, I'm only gonna do this like twice a year, but I'm gonna do it for a month until my shit gets flagged. But I'm gonna make a bank. You know what I'm saying? Like the way I see it, though, Snapchat is cool just because it's great for chatting and also um, video calls. Yeah, I really like it for that because Fansly and like those sites they don't well, have that. Well, and it also in. like it has the alert if someone like like snap screenshots your yeah, shit. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. It helps so. protect you. Spencer's over here looking real confused. No, <laughs> oh, just, honey, do you just Snapchat? listening? Yeah. No, you I don't. don't. Snap, snap, Snapchat. Snapchat. No. <laughs> I didn't for a long time, but then I just had so many people being like, "What's your Snapchat?" I'm like, "All right." I'll yeah. And no. then, oh no, actually, also my dad. Snapchat, so I was like, I'm gonna get Snapchat for my dad, so I can because my dad is so adorable. He'll literally like send me selfies of him with his cat. I'm like, that's adorable. I have to snap him back. Dude, if my dad had a Snapchat, he'd be like, Look, John, I'm at a titty bar somewhere <laughs> in the middle of the Midwest. Like, I don't even know where my fucking dad is right but now. The, the, the my parents use filter. Facebook, but not not like Facebook. My dad like uh, had a Facebook. I don't think. I don't yeah. think my dad's on Instagram. Well, he, I think he is, but I don't know how much. My grandma's on Facebook. Posts. Yeah, yeah, she paints rocks now. Um, they live in um, Bogus, Bogus del Toro, which is a small island um, near Panama. Oh. But not Panama. You have to take a plane to Panama City proper. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so she paints rocks, and he's uh, he was a teacher. He's still teaching English just because he can't not work. Oh, that's cool. But they're technically retired. Actually, I'm getting my English certification to teach English. <laughs> Currently, hell nice. to the yeah, that's super dope. Kids yeah. need to learn shit. Yeah, it's the T E F L bridge certification, and like basically, it says if you get that, a lot of oh, if you want to travel, if you get the certification, you can actually get room and board at another country in their establishment. So board is like food. Oh sure. And you just have to teach, and you get to live there. Like there's a country now called Sumba, 
and they're looking for people. Not Zumba, not with a Z. <laughs> Zumba. Planet, <laughs> Planet Zumba. Planet Zumba. <laughs> but um, you can actually get a certification, go there, be paid. I don't know if you get paid, but just teach and live for free and travel. Uh, Where is my it? My buddy wanted to do that same thing, but in Japan. Like, you know, they do that, that shit, do it in Japan and teach English. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of countries that would just want people to teach English, but, like, you have to live there. And, like, yeah, the housing, do. normally, sometimes, it's, like, probably a room this big. Yeah. It may be smaller. Well, it probably yeah. also but whatever, would, dude, it's probably a room. also wouldn't hurt you're if you speak the country. language of the country you're in. Exactly. So, the, yeah. like, so what part of it, I think, is you have to get a proficiency test. And there's, like, four, like three or four degrees of, like, language proficiency or something like that. And, like, if you can do X level, like, you can go hard and do, like... Like and live in Japan, and they're like, if, if you can speak and read like Japanese, like this good, you can live here and teach here, and we'll like, you know, like makes you better. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's an actual like certificate you can get that's like, I learned Japanese this good. And, and they're if, like, if you only reach the first level of proficiency, they lock you in a broom closet, <laughs> and every now and again, someone asks you for a simple vocabulary word. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but they don't let you out. Or maybe a couple prepositions. Oh, okay. Let's make it. Oh, my God. Ooh, yo, you got to get on this candy. It's so good. What's it called? The Pride Micheladas El Gordo. So good. El Gordo is them. fat bag. Fatty bag. Get it together bag. <laughs> but, um, so you really have to take a proficiency test to live there? Because I... Oh, probably not live there, but... Mm-hmm. I know that there are some places, though, that will, like, mom sent me this on Instagram. I saw, like, a whole cool presentation from these, uh, cu- this couple, actually, that traveled for five years now, um, nomadic, so all over the world, and they did it by teaching. I think it was probably with a program, but I have to look back into it. But they were really cool. I think it's something that people should be doing more, especially my age, like, Traveling and, and just learning and gaining experience. This whole going to college shit really pisses me off. Like, I understand oh, yeah. it, but gonna... it's so, it is literally just a scheme to take our money at this point. Like, like college raised 4,000% over, I think, 30 years in, in how much it costed. You know, that's ridiculous. The quality has not gotten that much better. I'm that's sorry. That's why everybody needs a Fansley. Li- that's why everybody needs a Fansley. Buy a fucking island with your Fansley, girl, or boy, or whoever. You can do it. I believe mm-hmm. in you. You just have to be sexy. Be yourself. People will love it. I'm learning the sh- fucking scheme, dude. Can I Hell just yeah. Learn? I'm just going to, like, eat sandwiches. Hell yeah. People are <laughs> yeah. Not even sexily, just normal. You'd be surprised <laughs> what people are into and how many people are into it. There's 8 billion people. Think about how many sandwich-loving eaters there are that would just love God, to watch Spencer. Hopefully at least five. Like five people. <laughs> if you're out there, call in. If call you want to see me please. eat a sandwich. If you want to watch Spencer eat sandwiches <laughs> with mayo dripping down. Oh, no, no mayo. <laughs> no oh. mayo? What are you into? I don't get why it's so what? gross. You don't like mayo? It's like made of eggs, but it's so gross. I like mustard, bro. Mustard's good. Horseradish. Ah. Can't put ketchup on a sandwich. What? What? You shouldn't. Can though. Ketchup on what sandwich are you gonna put ketchup? Isn't a hamburger sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> Arguably, but I mean it's it's such <laughs> such an independent category that I would almost call burgers their own. Like yes, they're a sandwich. <laughs> what's a melt? Colin, what's tell a us. melt? 
A what melt. is a melt? Oh. What do you mean? Like a tuna melt. Or a patty melt. So it's like... Or a oh. grilled cheese. Is, so a, is a grilled it? cheese a melt? There's, is a grilled cheese a melt? So there's like bread, <laughs> something in the middle, more bread. <laughs> yes? Yeah. Sandwich. Sandwich. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. <laughs> bread, stuff, bread. <laughs> that's all. Oh Open face sandwich, not okay. a sandwich. Then, then if you if you fold a pizza in half, it is not. Is it a pizza? Or no, sandwich? you would have to rip it in half. If you rip it in half and put it on top of each other, is it a pizza, a sandwich, or a calzone? Uh, to be <laughs> to be a calzone, it would have to be a uh, completely sealed pocket. That's a good point. Um, it, yes, when you if you put two pieces of pizza on top of each other, it becomes a cheese pepperoni sandwich. We're pissing yeah, off so, so many Italians right now. <laughs> so listen, what I like to do. It's spaghetti a sandwich. Let's talk about it. <laughs> you ever had Little Caesars like leftover, like the little five dollar hot and ready? You know, yeah. I've never had Little Caesars. I had all right. I had <laughs> one two days ago. Love Little Caesars. Anyway, <laughs> it's the worst pizza for you possible. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Anyway, uh, so tell that to my soul. <laughs> tell that to my soul. My it's soul. five dollars. It's good for you. Anyway, uh, it's so what you do is. You have leftover pizza. It's probably been sitting on the counter all night. And uh, you heat up a little bit of butter in a pan. And then you throw a piece in, like, crust side down. And then you put another piece of pizza on top of it. Like, not, like, like with with toppings or touching toppings. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then you, like, fucking put the lid on. Splash a little bit of water in there. Let it steam. Take it out. Sounds so good. Can I just eat, eat microwave one piece and then eat it? Well, nah. that sounded like a lot of steps. <laughs> but that's how you get like a really good reheat. Fuck of pizza microwaves, you're, dude! You're I steaming it I really lived hard. without a microwave for so I long. Get an air fryer. Air fryers. Air fryers are. Air fryers are lit. Air fryers. They're so awesome. But we don't have a toaster oven. I just use an air fryer for a <laughs> shit ton of stuff. Fuck yeah! You, because it's the only thing you need. You don't need a microwave and a toaster and mm. this and that. You just have an air fryer. Dude, I could live my whole life with just so a good. stove and an oven, you know? Get a hot hot plate. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What Bro, I learned thing? how to cook in jail with just a peanut butter jar. You got me. You don't even fucking a know. What? Peanut butter jar. Uh, Please peanut... explain. Yeah, dude. Like, like uh, or trash bags, like bags. How loosely are you using the word cook? <laughs> <laughs> like, did you cook it or was it. <laughs> Food in a trash bag. <laughs> I really gotta know. <laughs> was it shiny? Yeah. Was it shiny? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, no, uh, you would t- you would make boiling water in jail uh, sometimes by flushing the toilet a lot and getting collecting the shower water because uh, yeah. So uh, that's the only way that we were able to get uh, hot enough water to cook with in jail. Uh, the shower. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was from the shower because... Uh, I was like, how did the toilet come into that? <laughs> oh, dude. So, so that, you know when you flush the toilet, it makes the, the shower hotter? Like, that's what... Like, in oh, our, I thought it made it colder. Really? I our, did not know that. Well, well, I guess in our jail cell, it did that for some fucking reason. Oh, because it was jail. It was jail. Listen. Listen. They're like, let's make physics work differently here than anywhere else. Just Fuck, I'm off on brains. a tangent now. I don't, anyway, so you just... You, Oh, cooking in a trash bag. Yeah, so you just yeah. uh, you take your ramen noodles, you break them, crush them up, you add so your seasonings that you've been saving up. Then you take some like pieces that you've been taking from meals and like commissary, like chips and like pieces of beef jerkies and stuff like that. 
and then you uh, you you uh, take your ramen noodles and you put them in the trash bag and you put some of that super hot water in there and then you like spread it out to where it like locks up and you make like your own pizza crust and then you put all the stuff on top of it and you take like like some cheese that you get, yeah and you put it on there. Ow! Cut the bag open. You and your homies go to town. So how many people does that feed? About eight. Holy shit! We can do it with like four or five packs of ramen noodles. Four packs of ramen noodles. Yeah. Do you think there's ever a YouTube video of people making? Oh, jail, dude, I could show you a million. I can, <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm gonna put I'm gonna pull one up right now, but I'm gonna mute it. So, uh, anyway, uh, Spencer, uh, yeah, say something funny. What? Putting him on the spot. <laughs> people do that to, at my job all the time. They're like, "You're doing a comedy show. You're a comedian. Be funny." Well, that's like when someone's like. Ooh, maybe you can use this in one of your skits. <laughs> You're like, yo, you don't get what I do. <laughs> oh my god! But you can't, you can't insult your family and be like, no, that's a bad joke. You have to be like, uh huh, uh huh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's got to be a convincing enough maybe that they leave it alone. <laughs> Jail pizza spread. Wow. Wow. Well, those Is are that, full sausages. Those are pans, too, actually. Yeah. Oh, the, here we go. What the fuck's going on in this jail? That is so cool. Are you guys fig- Who figured that out? Wait, okay. That's popcorn? No, that's ramen. That's ramen in a trash bag. Oh, a clear trash bag. See, he's got his cheese... And he's got his fucking oh, cheese, uh, spreadable cheese. Yo, cuz Wrangler, if you're listening, I have a professional, I have an actual expert. Yo, Wrangler, if you're listening, uh, I need you to write down this number 415-550-0511. Say it one more time. 415-550-0511. Uh, write that shit down. Uh, call in Wrangler. Uh, like he has a dude handing him. Wrangler can make uh, look. My cousin Wrangler. We've been in the same jail before, like not in the same jail at the same time, but like we like we both had our initials carved in the same door. Aww. So they have a hot they have a hot water. No, this is the they're, they're doing this in your jail. They're doing this in real life. They're, they're not doing this in a cell. There's videos uh, of actual inmates doing it. This is like a demonstration. I mean, that's of how fine. We, we could just it. watch this one. Bro, that, are you sure you didn't eat some plastic when you were making this? Probably. Uh, oh my god. Extra calories, you never oh, know. Oh, when the hot water, when the boiling water melts <laughs> the trash bag, yeah. Oh yeah, wouldn't that happen? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> trash bag, trash bags can that. be very strong. Look at those mas- master chef judges over here. Oh yeah, there he is. Am I allowed to open this too? Hell yeah! yeah. yeah. Go ahead These are some the the sandia sangronas candy. Ooh, so good. All right, bro. See. The other video had better cinematography. Look, he's doing. Look, 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 look. He's like, starting is, a fire underneath a bunk. He, like he's starting. Look, this is some crazy shit. He's about to start a fire underneath a bunk to cook on it. Holy crap! In a oh. cell, dude. That is so interesting. In a cell. Very crazy. You thought what I said was crazy? This dude's even crazier. This fool don't. He's what does he have? What does he have it on? Like a on his bunk. That's a metal like bunk. That's where he sleeps. 
Oh, yeah. Underneath but it, it, he but like, like put a... his hot plate and rigged it up. Like... Oh, yeah, because there's a specific spot right there. Oh, that so he's mixing different. up some coffee. Oh, man, whatever okay. he's doing. This is a good. gourmet inmate shop. Uh, my cousin Wrangler can make the best cakes you've ever had in your whole life, dude. Really? Like, yeah, but he oh. like takes them, like makes Debbie cakes and like uses like some cream, and, like man, mixes oh. it all together. And oh, makes, we're like, skipping a bunch shit. of steps. What's happening? <laughs> what I is think he he's making a cake? That? Is that like a stick of butter? I have no idea what's happening. I think those are sticks of butter. How do you get fucking nine sticks of butter? Bunch of people over time. Damn. Yeah. How many dudes did you have to kill to get those nine sticks? <laughs> 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 what the, the fuck did this podcast just devolve into? <laughs> Uh, we went from skiing to those. This is incredible. <laughs> if prisoners starts his own TikTok cooking show inside jail cell is what we're watching. Uh, we are at what minute? Can you move the mic, mouse so we know where we're at in the video? Uh, minute one minute. One, and 18? one minute, 18 seconds. Okay, he <laughs> just folded the tortilla over he looks what like, I he think looks like is a cake. He looks like he's making like a lasagna tiramisu or something. Oh, it looks like a lasagna because it's got coffee in it, yeah. Right, and it had those like those like um, little blocks, those white blocks they put in. Maybe it's just a gross. Maybe it's like maybe it's a real ass lasagna, and it's just gross. Oh yeah, that could be a lasagna. That's like a dessert lasagna, bro. That's like that looks fire as fuck. I would eat that right now. Look at that. That looks so good. Wow. Damn, dude, I'm hungry as fuck, and bro. We, we should link the YouTube video in, in somewhere so people can watch this. Because it's really cool to watch, actually. And inside of it is a chef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh I learned a lot. <laughs> you learned a lot? Yeah. yeah. Specifically yeah. about cooking in trash bags. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no, I also learned how to make super strong string out of trash bags in jail. String, yeah, yeah you just you braid like it a, together over and yeah. over again. Yeah, you can weave. What do you need it for? With plastic. Uh, so uh, to make lines, like you would. Uh, so if you wanted to like send a message from one tank to another, oh yeah, 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 you would like make a really long string and attach it to a comb with a weight on it and a message, and then you would slide it underneath the door, and it would catch on the other door, and they would pull it into their. Thing like that. Would they take the whole string? Or yeah, they take it all. They'd pull it all, okay. and then they'd do it back. Oh. How do you know they're always gonna get it back? Sometimes do they, they don't. <laughs> Sometimes they can't. Sometimes it's like, eh, we gotta wait a little while. One time, you I'll send let, it over, uh, and they're like, "Bitch, I got your comb now." We're gonna go. <laughs> we're go. We're gonna do what I like to call. We're gonna call this segment's gonna be called Dakota incriminates himself allegedly. Allegedly. So, well, just, just say allegedly every single time. Yeah, 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 so yeah. one time, so allegedly, while I was uh, incarcerated, uh, no, <laughs> when I was in county, uh, allegedly. We, there allegedly. was there was another inmate, and in, like he was stuck in a holding cell by himself mm-hmm. uh, because he was fucking crazy. As <laughs> one would. And yeah. uh, somehow he had gotten K2 smuggled in there, like I was t- telling you oh earlier, goodness. Spice. And this shit like makes <sighs> people go like nuts. Like, And... Uh, anyway, we could smell it. We could smell him smoking it. And like we fucking flew a kite down, and we were like, hey... Send us some. <laughs> and what did allegedly? What did, allegedly, what did, what did the crazy man allegedly send back? So, uh, rolled up in a Bible paper, like he sent a joint back, oh. but it got stuck in the hallway. Uh, no. Yeah. Well, actually, good thing. Oh my yeah, goodness. Dude, no. Anyway, we ended up being able to recover it, like in the like. The guards didn't see it, dude. Yeah, we ended up getting it back. And we allegedly. Were, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> And I was like, this will be the perfect, like, what's the worst that could happen to me? Well, I'm in jail. 
I'm gonna smoke some drugs. Like I'll be safe. I'm in a cell. Like I can't, you know. And like, yeah, no one's ever overdosed <laughs> in jail. Right. Yeah. No. Anyway, I fucking hit yeah. that. <laughs> I hit that fucking spice dude and immediately was like, "This is the worst mistake I've ever made in allegedly. my entire life." Yeah, allegedly. Uh, and it's I was such an like, insult to weed. Dude, it was so bad, bro. Like, I was immediately like terrified. Like, I went and laid down in my bunk. Like, anyway, no longer incriminating myself. Allegedly. Uh, all right, <laughs> back to uh, a thing. Yeah, so, where? Where Speaking did of a weird living situations, like you live in a van. Yeah. Or does the van live in you? Well, I. I, Ooh. I, I <laughs> <laughs> well, I um moved. His name's Mowgli. Well, I didn't name him that, but I bought him from this young guy. Like he was like 24. Sebastian, shout out to him. He <laughs> built Mowgli as like a pandemic project, and then went around and traveled a little bit with him. And then he got a scholarship to play golf at a school somewhere in the United States. You are talking about your friend and not the van? I'm talking about my friend, yes. Okay. Not, not, not Mowgli. I was like, very <laughs> impressive for a van. I know. I'm so proud of him. I'm a proud mother. <laughs> but um, so he was like, yeah, I'm selling the van because like I don't need it. So I bought it because ski racing in Europe is fucking expensive because of the hotels. Because you move around a lot. You mm. don't ski race in the same place. You, I went to Germany, Italy, and Austria for ski races, I think. And then, of course, in the United States a little bit. But So I, my mom was like, yeah, we're going to buy you a van. We're going to put you in there. And we're going to send you on your way. And I did that for three years. And it was, it was fucking hard. But it was fucking awesome at the same time. Like, allegedly, I was... It was <laughs> Allegedly, the best thing about it was just being able to go somewhere in the mountains in Germany and smoke some weed on top of your van. It's just the best vibe ever. It's really cool. But van life is also not for everyone. You have to be very comfortable with your own piss and shit. Very fucking comfortable. (laughs) And also, your boyfriends. Same with jail. (laughs) Same with jail. Same with jail. You gotta be very very comfortable. I've lived in a car before. I know. You didn't have such issues? Well, it's easier for dudes a yeah. little bit because I can just pee wherever. Yeah. Oh, I've pissed. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, I have peed in so many parking lots because, like, they have no public restrooms anymore. It's fucking annoying. It's like, where do you want me to piss? If, I, if you don't have a public restroom, I'm going to piss in these in this grass right fucking here. I'm sorry. That's some real some shit. shit. That's some real shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's also like... I know people. where every bathroom I can use in the entire city of San Francisco is. No way. Really? I could, uh, no. Uh, right here. Mutiny Radio. Mutiny Radio. Come on The down. only bathroom I use. <laughs> <laughs> PTSD. Don't tell people we have Allegedly. There's no bathroom here. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking poop Allegedly. on the streets, you animals. <laughs> How dare you? Oh, fuck. I love podcasting. This is a lot of fun. Is this what you thought it was going to be? Um, it's similar, yeah. Cool. It's way more laid back, though. <laughs> We're just a bunch oh, of shit. <laughs> Act more professional. <laughs> Act more professional. Come back with a real topic. Sit up, sit up, sit up. Get your shit together. I can't. This chair does not allow me <laughs> to be professional. Uh, but, um, wait. I want to go back to Mowgli real quick. Yeah, go back to Mowgli, oh, the yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, the lovely yeah, yeah, little yeah, 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 man. You want to hear, like, man. the story story? The yes. story story. So, um, young Dava, literally just turned 18. By the way, did not know how to cook at all, really. Like, there are so many live Instagram videos of me burning chicken. <laughs> like, go check out my Instagram, you guys. There's so many, so many hilarious ass videos of like living in a fucking van is hard too because it's living in a house and a car, which means you get the house and car problems all together in one. Literally, I left my van at the auto shop 
for six weeks because I had gone on vacation or I'd actually come back here. I come back. They hadn't finished. They fucking forgot about my car. Do you know how fucking it's so shitty when you live in a van because as soon as something happens to your car and you can't live in it, you're fucked. <laughs> you are fucked. Oh, you guys are just going to hang on to my house? <laughs> okay. It's a liability for me to live in here while you guys have it parked in your auto shop? Cool. Where am I going to go? But I was watching, uh, what was it? Not uh, not Hoarder. It might have been Hoarders. There was a guy <laughs> There was a guy who lived. No, it was like My Strange, not My Strange Addiction. Uh, but it was a guy who basically lived. Oh, super cheap, extreme cheapskates. Extreme cheapskates. I loved that. There was a guy <laughs> who lived in his auto body shop, and he essentially would live in cars that would come in that were going to be there for a long time. He would just set up a bed in there and be like, "Oh, I'm going to work on it, but also I live in this person's car for two weeks." No way. But in the sh- in the shop, but he like brought a lady there for a date, and it was understandably terrible. Oh my god, <laughs> he brought her there for a date. That's hilarious. And that's what extreme cheapskates is. They put them in situations where they're like, "Oh, there's no way this a normal person's going to be okay with this." But we're gonna set him up on a date and let this normal lady come here, and then, oh, and then she, man. and then on her way out, she, he's like, "Oh, I'd love to see you again," and she's like, mm, "Okay," <laughs> and just leaves because he, he lives in a van in a body shop. But. The wor- the worst part too is that some of the girls are like, "Yeah, maybe." You know, what's really yeah. funny? I'm like, really? you say this, my dad you didn't murder lived me in- yet. <laughs> my dad lived inside of an RV inside of his welding shop. See, RVs are. Well, at least it was his RV, like not a van, somebody else's. Van Plus, yeah, that guy in the show Are was living in vaping? other people's cars. This is not nicotine. This is allegedly. Weed. But vaping in general is really bad. for I don't you. give a fuck. Why I just? Why not just smoke regular flour? Because I don't give a fuck. But you don't want to live longer. I don't longer give a fuck. I, don't you well, even try? Because no? I because I want to I want to kill myself. But <laughs> I, do. I need it to take a while. <laughs> I got I, shit to do. <laughs> so look, I've given up so many bad vices in my life. I will take weed in all forms possible. I will take weed rectally. Like, come on, you don't even know. There is. I Actually, have se- I have you'll seen hold yourself to that. Yeah, I'll take weed. Support Depository. I've seen them. Fuck. Oh yeah. Uh, no. So uh, yes, I know how bad vaping is. I know the possible contamination of metals and da 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 and like whatever the fuck. Um, but I do know the basic three ingredients that are normally in vapes. Like it's it's actually not as crazy as most people think. It's it's glycerin, which is vegetable oil, propylene glycol, and then. Uh, THC distillate. That's it. That's that's. What and then they add terpenes to what it. What is propylene glycol? Propylene glycol. It's a uh, literally in just about everything. It's a it's a stretching agent. Mm. So uh, it's it's in toothpaste. It's in uh, shampoo. Uh, it's in. Is, is, is it because they don't want to give me good shampoo? So, so it's also glycol. So like uh. It's slightly uh, flammable, so like, by, like not. Oh, sli- that's great! You're Woo. inhaling slightly flammable. No, 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 like, no, and, and not that. It's not slightly flammable. It makes it to where uh, it, the it makes the uh, just the gl- swallow a match. And that's explode. that was the wrong terminology. My bad, guys. That's why experts in quotation marks. Uh, but it doesn't make it more flammable. It makes a the viscosity correct to where it can uh, v- uh, vaporize better. You throw ah, a, you throw a couple okay. more science words at me. And yeah, I, so you got what me. it does is it makes the liquid a little bit thinner to vape easier. So, yes. like, the uh, glycol is pretty thick because it's vegetable oil, and yeah. then the distillate itself is pretty thick, and it needs to be heated to be activated. Right. So the glycol helps it get to temperature correctly. And glycol is it's a heated oil uh, in... Uh, 
I mean, the, anyway, fuck it. It's the, that shit's not that bad. You're just vaping plant juice and alcohol, whatever. I don't know how healthy that is. It's not still. so. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not. Healthy. We're, we're not gonna find out how unhealthy yeah, it is dude. for another ten years. Yeah, dude. And that's, then we'll know. That's true. Yeah, you or a loved one got vape lung from vaping cotton candy vape flavored yum yum vape. Uh, wait for the infomercials. They're coming. Dude, they're coming, bro. They're coming. What, you and a loved one Did you smoke? Have you ever smoked? and join the suit. Here in San Francisco, they have to like pull out a Not just a normal suit. A lawsuit. To buy fucking disposable like flavored vapes in San Francisco, you have to like go to a fucking vape shop and like be like, hey, you got any vapes? And they go, what What do you mean? And you got to like say a name. You got to be like, Flume. And then you got to be like, we only got Escobars. But I'll show you what I got. And then they like pull a case from underneath the counter and it's just full of flavored vapes. And or just go to Daly City. That's where you have to, as long as you They leave, have actual vape shops. There, if you yeah. leave San Francisco, you can find like the flavored uh, San Francisco and, and LA do the same thing. Like LA is the same way. So you can't buy flavored vapes in San Francisco or LA anymore. Can't. No, Fuck. they made. Um, it's illegal. San Francisco made uh, flavored stuff and menthol. Yeah. So you can't buy menthol. I mean, you can, but What's you legally menthol? can't. Menthol, it's like mint. Mint. It's like the mint cigarettes. They huh. so they have the like a uh, cooling, refreshing. We have a fucking. Almost child in the booth. Excuse me. I'm just kidding. It fucking <laughs> wakes me out, bro. I'm like my sister, my sister is actually almost uh, is three years older than you. My, oh my, wow. My little sister. Yeah. Uh, she has a you know. For those of my, you who don't know, I am 19. Yeah. Yeah. I have a med card, which I'm so happy about. I yeah. knew it. Uh, that, that that's why I was like when I first met her, I scanned her ID and I was like, "Bitch, you're not old enough to get this motherfucker." <laughs> like, you know, sorry, guys. <laughs> No, the, she, she whipped out the med card, and I was like, okay, you can get it. You're Hell good yeah. to go. You're good I, to go. You know, you know why I got it? For ski racing. Oh, yeah? So, yeah. Oh, so you wouldn't flag on the fucking tests? Uh, well, uh. here's the thing. I was lucky enough to not be at that level yet where I had to take tests, but we had to take fucking COVID tests. That shit sucked. They stuck a thing up my nose every oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. month That's because crazy. then I couldn't go to races. I couldn't do anything. The only reason why I got to ski at all during the year 2020, I think it was, yeah, 2020-2021 winter season was only because I had professional status, but they shut down everything. It sucked because they were like, oh, yeah, if you go skiing, you're going to get COVID. And it's like, bitch, I have a fucking mask on because it's fucking cold. You think I'm going to breathe on somebody and give them COVID? (laughs) It's like, bitch, when you go to the bar afterwards, that's when you're going to get COVID. (laughs) Nothing makes me more ready for sports than licking someone in the mouth. Yeah. We are going to kiss each other all the time. Oh, my God. What's that Nick Kroll bit where he's like, I just want to have something cool for breakfast, like a bar of chocolate and yeah. a cigarette. Like, you know, and like, uh, what is that? Uh, so I think it's like Nick Kroll, like, uh, fucking, it's what, some fucking. That does sound familiar. It was busy. It just, it's like a, it's like the German breakfast, like the German day. Like, yeah. so for, for breakfast, we'll have something cool. Like, but what was it on? Is uh, it like a joke? Like the Kroll show? Like, it was a sketch. Uh, it was a sketch. Oh, like, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I forgot who Nick Kroll was for a second. Yeah. Dude, I, I'm sorry. I'm fucking... That 100 milligrams caught up with me pretty quick. Uh, How you feeling? How you doing? I'm feeling like uh, I need to take five. Y'all want to take five? Yeah, sure. normally you do 500 <laughs> milligrams. Yeah. This is 
All right, guys, I'm going to let some emo rap roll for like five minutes, and then when we come back, we're going we're gonna to talk some more. See you guys. It was afternoon, you know, and I still had the Grand Slam breakfast.
two eggs, two sausages, two slices of bacon.